Jammer Sports, the voice of a dad nation. Welcome to On the Rocks with Shark and the Hammer. I'm the Hammer. You can follow me on Twitter at I am Seth Evans. And that's Shark. You can follow him at Kevin Sharky. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys listening in, all of our Shammerhead Nation. Uh, so if you have any thoughts, questions, feedback, hit us up on Twitter at ShammerPod. Uh, we're here for all your Shammerheads and your thoughts. Hey, welcome everybody. Shark, how you doing, buddy? I imagine you're feeling pretty good after this past weekend. The New York Giants are moving on. We have won a playoff game, first time in 10 years. I am living my best life, man. This is great. Yeah, that is exciting. Uh, you know, as we had talked about when we were doing our preview for this week, the least shocking upset of the weekend. I, I wrote down my, in my notes, not shocking surprise here. Yeah. Um, it, it, that's how it felt. Because the Vikings were one of the worst 13 win teams we've ever seen and their defense is is terrible but i don't care about any of that the giants won we are back we've got a coaching staff we've got a gm we still don't have any talent we're still probably easily the eighth best team remaining but as a football fan this is what we live for this is it i'm just over I'm, i'm on cloud nine right now well, I'm ready to take you down from there. I just heard a great thing that was mocking Giants fans, and I wanted to share this. Okay, uh, awesome. Yeah, so Giants fans are the most full of shit fans. This is this is the theory I heard, and, okay. and I follow along. Giants fans are the most full of shit fans on earth because all they said was, oh, we made the playoffs. It's all gravy. It doesn't matter what's happened. Then every Giants fan was screaming at their TV the entire uh, game. And now that you won, it's like, we're the best team ever. Uh, basically, Giants fans are full of shit. So they're every <laughs> single fan of every single sports team ever. That's yep. not a Giants fan thing. People just don't like Giants fans. I get it. We've got probably the luckiest run of the last 15 years. Yeah, I mean, we're not the Patriots, but you look at what's happened with those two particular Super Bowl wins they've had. And most sports fans, while they would never admit it, would say, oh, I wish I had moments like that for my team because it, it's true. But oh. yeah, no, I mean, listen, I, I, this season was gravy. I didn't, I was hoping we'd go 500. Once the playoffs started, though, as a Giants fan, because I went through going nine and seven and winning the Super Bowl, uh, my expectation was play one game, win one game, see what happens. Like, I, it was, I was going to be disappointed if we lost. I was all in, and I'm going to be disappointed if we lose this weekend because we can win. Any team can beat any team. Yeah, football, there is no thing like. I mean, the Dolphins barely, barely lost to the Bills. I mean, we're going to go into that game also. So let's let's get back to the point of this. Uh, I wanted to make sure to tell you, I went five and one on my picks in the first round. Um, oh, I thought we were done with that. That's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> you got both games right that we were we disagreed on. So I went yep. three and three. Yep. So, so good job so by far. you. Yeah, thanks. Uh, looking good so far. Um, so first game that w- was there was the Seahawks and Niners, which started off competitive and then literally was just over. It's so did you watch uh, Manning cast Monday night or did you hear the whole thing where Peyton Manning dispelled the theory on halftime adjustments? <laughs> I, I saw the clip of that. And, yeah. Yeah, it makes total sense. He, he came out and he's like, that's not a thing. We go in, we take a piss, we eat an orange and it's time to go. I don't know. I look at that Seahawks 49ers game and all I can think is, well, the 49ers figured something out at halftime because that game was completely different. First half, that was a great divisional battle. It was tight. It was close. It was exciting. And then the 49ers came out in the second half. We're like, nah, we're not going to do that. Let's just win. It almost feels like Kyle Shanahan walked in the locker room and was like, are you guys going to really lose to Geno fucking Smith in the playoffs at home? 
<laughs> That's exactly what it feels like. No, the 49ers, they, they looked good. They looked like a team. I don't want to run into them for anybody. They look like they can win it all. That was especially an impressive with, performance. Especially with the best quarterback to come out of that class, Brock Purdy. <laughs> Every week we keep talking about him. I don't, I don't know. I mean, Listen, Kyle Shanahan does not seem like the type of guy that's going to be worried about what draft stock he put into someone. Like, Brock Purdy, every single week, is making the case that he is their quarterback one next year. I I mean, I truly believe that at this point. One more win, and he has to have the job. I mean, I I texted you separately about this. I finally figured out who who he reminds me of. And not in the play style or anything, but just the storyline. Reminds me of Willie Beeman from any given Sunday. Yes. Third stringer, screwing around on the bench, didn't think he'd ever get in the game. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, shit, look, look who's coming now. So I'm waiting for Brock Purdy's rap album to come out. It's coming. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for that one. It'd be pretty good, as they say. Ah, uh, there it is. And on that note. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the Niners demolished them in the second half. That wasn't even fun. But that game after that started off pretty ugly. It was like two totally separate games, the Chargers and Jaguars. Chargers were up, what, 27 nothing at halftime? 27 nothing, And they – it felt simultaneously, I don't know about you, for me, it felt like a complete blowout. Jaguars didn't stand a chance. And it also never felt like the Chargers were actually playing that well. I, it was such a weird game. But, yeah, the third only, biggest comeback of all time. The only reason Brandon Staley isn't fired right now is because the Chargers are too cheap to pay two coaches. They got him under contract, and they're going to roll with it. But it, I just feel bad for Justin Herbert. I mean, they got rid of their offensive coordinator, um, Joe Lombardi, and a bunch of other coaches – axed it but that was they passed the ball 25 times and ran eight times after they took a 27 point lead you and i could coach a team better than that i mean let's be honest but it's running plays with like 17 seconds on the play clock running plays with eight seconds like you shouldn't be snapping the ball when the clock is running until one second on the play clock who cares if the other team knows that you're about to snap it just fucking run the clock it doesn't matter you don't need surprises at that point you just need to end the game you've already won you just need to end the game just killing clock there that's the only goal and then the the two-point conversion uh by doug peterson like also winning a super bowl gives you the balls to make to make a call like that Listen, I wouldn't want to face him in the playoffs because he just he did it with the eagles he's doing he did it on saturday night like he plays a different game in the playoffs. And, okay, we'll get to the Chiefs in a little bit, but talk about a coaching mismatch. I mean, Andy Reid, I feel like, still always screws things up, and Doug Peterson just knows how to win games. I'm excited for that one. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I just think talent-wise, the, the, the Jags stand no chance. But also, no. you're right, Andy Reid is almost like a defining factor that he could actually co- cost them this game. Like, it's weird. Uh, Doug yeah. Peterson is awesome at this, and – yeah, I don't know what happens in the playoffs, but all of a sudden he becomes like, uh, you know, Vince Lombardi when it's the playoffs and just knows how to roll over these teams. Yeah, but it's going to be interesting. But yeah, firing the offensive coordinator makes sense. I mean, that dude, Joe Lombardi, he sucks. He was with the Lions at one point. I, I thought he was terrible then. Like, if you got fired from the Lions when we had, like, uh, I forgot who the fucking quarterback was, but it wasn't anybody good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, but I mean, come on. Like, you can't suck that bad all the time and have Justin Herbert. The offense of the Chargers is too good to play that poorly yep. in the second half. It, it doesn't make sense. They have a great running back. They have good backup running backs. They have good depth. They have good offensive line. But then, okay, I feel like we have to talk about Joey Bosa, too. He's a lunatic. He is a lunatic. But that's part – but you know what? That's the trade-off. Like, you as a Giants fan can speak to this. Lawrence Taylor, 
Oh, God. Biggest lunatic of all time. But would you ever give him up in a heartbeat? No. No, you want that guy on your team. Yep. Joey Bosa, I I mean, he – there's a reason he's as good as he is. He plays like a fucking animal. Like, the guy's crazy. But sometimes it backfires. And Saturday night, it backfired. I mean, did you see his press conference after the game? He's talking about how the, he, he's pissed off at the referees and he thinks that it's unfair how they're not held accountable. And they're all sitting there in their little referee locker room laughing. Ha ha, we got that guy. I mean, this is literally what he said. Come on yeah. now. These refs are not trying to do that. Uh, refs are terrible. I will never defend refs. I don't believe they're targeting specific players and trying to to have things like that happen. He's insane. No, he is insane, but that's the price you pay with that. But, like, I, I think at this point the Chargers need a new coach. I don't think Staley's good. I think any other coach – like, and is there a more appealing team for another coach? Like, Sean Payton, if I was him, I'd call them and be like, hey, guys, uh, fire him right now. That's I'm the exact, exact name I was going to say. Like, this was the opportunity. You fire Staley, you bring in Sean Payton – why not? Like that is the move. So it's chargers or charger. And you know, same old, same old Justin Herbert is on track to be the next Phillip rivers in every way. Yep, exactly. And you know what? Good for the Jags. Happy for them. They, they're more fun than you want them to be. They're weird. And Oh, uh, another question for you, Doug Peterson. Is he the second best coach in Jaguars history now? Behind Tom Coughlin. I would say he has to be. I mean, he's got to be top five in wins already in one year. I think we actually saw that stat earlier this year, and it's confirmed. Um, he's very close to being – And a playoff you know, win. I mean, he's got a shot to be better than Coughlin by next year. Yeah, it's not a hard bridge to climb. No. Or whatever no, the hell the saying is, that's not one. No, but uh, – so that was good. I, I called the Jags. I was happy about that one. I felt good about that. Did not feel good after the first half, but proud of yeah, that. I was, I was great. I was 2-0 and after the first half, so anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the next game, Sunday, the early game, the Dolphins-Bills, which we had predicted to be the biggest blowout of the weekend, turned out to be the most fun game of the weekend. Yep. It was uh, also the longest, maybe the longest football game I've ever watched in my life. Yeah, that was really weird. I'm not really sure why that game took – it felt like five and a half hours, it felt like. They had to delay the Giants Vikings start by 25 minutes because of it. Like, I've Which never seen that Cousin before. Lost. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, <laughs> hey, we'll get to that in a second. But Cousins yeah. played well. Everyone else didn't, but Cousins played well. Yeah. But I, so Bills Dolphins, I feel like, and we can probably say the exact same thing about the Bengals if we lump them together. It depends on how you want to spin this. Do you want to say, ooh, this is scary? They struggled. They didn't look good. They came out flat, blah, blah, blah. Or do you want to say, hey, listen, Good teams win bad games, and they got an ugly one out of the way, and now they're ready to go. I, I don't. Know. You always have to take the uh, divisional game with a grain of salt. Yep, they know how to play each other. This also, Mike McDaniel looked uh, like a better coach because he was able to hang with the Bills. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, people were railing on him after the game, but it was like if I said to you before the game they were going to lose by less than a touchdown, you would have been like, "Holy shit, that's amazing!" With Skylar Thompson. And I don't even yeah. know if I said his name right. Like, I think that's his name. That's how, that's what level he's at. That I'm not even confident that I have his name correct. No, it went from, how are you starting this guy? That he played, you know, they played their hearts out. Like, he they was really- fine. He's no Daniel Jones, but he was fine. Yeah, but, you know, uh, yeah, we'll get to this in the next game. But, yeah, Do- Dolphins, Bills, I don't have much more to say about it. I mean, Bills, Bills got lucky. This may have been what they needed to kick them in the ass to make sure nothing like this happens later. Yeah, they. I mean, they probably needed a letdown after the Demar Hamlin thing, and maybe this was their letdown, and they've survived it. So now, yep. now they're ready to go. Yeah, the Super exactly. Bowl champ is moving on. 
Yep. So Bills are on. Bills, Jags move on. Uh, Niners move on. Now we move to the next game. Giants, Vikings. Um, this is the one we talked about. We had said when we talked last week, this was going to be the least shocking uh, of any upsets of any games. I mean, the Giants just outplayed them. They were the better uh, team. I mean, no two ways about it. No, Saquon looked great in playoff action. Um, the one thing that really shocked me with the Vikings, though, was uh, they forgot Justin Jefferson existed in the second half. Yeah, I mean, the Giants did a really good job covering him. Fair. I think that's a, you know, you can say that. But also, he's Justin Jefferson. Like any other team, any other coach, they would have still peppered him with targets. It doesn't matter how covered he is. You have to force feed him the ball, especially in a game like that, in a situation like that. I don't know what the Vikings were doing on that one. Two things. TJ Hawkinson shouldn't see more targets than Justin Jefferson if Justin Jefferson is is triple covered. Um, and on top of that, he should be seeing 15 targets a game, no matter what, doesn't matter who's covering. Yeah. And they, he, he, I mean, they listen, he had six catches for 43 yards in the first half, like not great catches, but they were throwing it to him, but then they went away one catch for four yards in the second half. I I don't know what happened there, but speaking of touches, you talked about Saquon a minute ago. Do you realize he only touched the ball 14 times that game? You know what? He is electric when he has limited carries. It's like they've realized don't don't make him a bell cow. That's not where he works. He works. I mean, in some of those runs were crazy. And I know the Vikings defense are terrible. He can't do that against the Eagles. But he was shifting in and out, double spin moves. Like he looked like me playing video games out there. Yeah, he really was uh was something else to watch. And then I saw a great nickname for uh for dimes, uh, new one, Vanilla Vic. Vanilla Vic. I like it. I like it. Just roll First quarterback it. in NFL history with 300 passing yards and 75 rushing yards in a playoff game. I mean, I would have lost that bet that he would be the first person to ever do that. Uh, I would have lost the bet if he that he still had a job at this point of the season. <laughs> I, didn't and, think he'd be, I didn't think he'd be here. And not only does he still have a job, I mean, let's just be honest. That was his best game ever in his biggest game ever. As much crap as we pile on him, and Lord knows as a Giants fan, I've given him plenty. Like, I have to give him his, his his due. He has kept his mouth shut, taken the hard times, and not ever said anything. And he just goes out there and, and he balls. Like, he's playing really well for Danny Dimes. You know, it's funny. This, this is a conversation we've had offline with a bunch of people about the name changes for him. So he came to the league as Danny Dimes. Then he dropped the Danny Pennies. Then at one point he became Danny Pesos because that's worth <laughs> the value was less. Then we finally hit bottom with Danny Dong. He was yep. the equivalent of the Vietnamese Dong. That's how little he was worth. He's worked his way back to Danny Dimes, man. The guy he, is uh, legit. He's earned himself the contract with you guys. I can't imagine the Giants moving on from him at this point. No, and I would be actually uh, – we've come so far, I would be upset if they moved on. I want to see this through. Uh, I, I, if you could get somebody better, I guarantee you wouldn't be upset. I don't think we would get somebody better, though. That's the thing. Uh, if Lamar Jackson got traded to you guys, would you be, would you be like, oh, man, I sure wish we still had Danny Dimes? You know what? I think that it's worth discussing that. Maybe not right now, maybe over the offseason, but I don't know that Lamar, for the price that it would cost to acquire him compared to the price it would cost to re-sign Danny Dimes, when you take all of that into account and rebuilding the offense around a different player – I don't know that I would take Lamar over Daniel yeah. Daniel Jones. Interesting. Interesting. So which with all those factors on a one to one basis, no, Lamar Jackson is still a yeah. Well, that's a, yeah. yeah, that's a given. But I'm trying to think of who else will be available. Is all Derek Carr? No, I think he's yeah. better than Daniel Carr at this point, or Derek Carr. 
He's probably better than Daniel Carr, whoever that is. Yeah, that guy sucks. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> um, it's interesting, though. It's, it's a weird spot now because you guys are kind of locked in like, all right, Dimes is our dude. But how much is he really worth? Because, well, you know, quarterbacks are getting $40, $50 million a year. He is not deserving of that. Well, that's the thing is what is the contract going to be? And and I guess we can talk about it all we want. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to pretend to have any idea what he's actually worth. I do not want him to get a Kyler Murray or Deshaun Watson contract. No. Then I'll be disappointed. You know, if you had said to me, if you Danny Dimes gets a two-year, sixty million with thirty-five guaranteed, I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, and at this point, I feel like that's a steal. Like, I think he he may not have played himself into more money yet, but I think he's played himself out of a one or two-year deal. Like, he he's now commanded a three or four-year deal. Now the Giants yeah. have to decide if they want that, but I don't. I think he's got enough power to say, "Listen, you're not giving me that deal. Like I want the Kirk Cousins deal." Yeah, yeah, no, it makes sense. And, and like like we talked about, the Giants were the least shocking uh, upset of the weekend. That they were built to beat the Vikings. I'd be curious to see what happens now when they run to the Eagles. That's going to be a fight, but we'll get to there. Yeah, um, completely different. We'll talk about that in a couple minutes. I've got thoughts. Yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> uh, the next game, Sunday night, was Ravens-Bengals, and that was way closer than it should have been. Yeah, and also not very exciting. And maybe as, maybe it was just for me as a Giants fan because of the, you know, coming down from the win earlier. I just didn't – I wasn't invested ever in that game. Now that said, the the Huntley fumble with this Hubbard touchdown return while he's looking up at the camera and getting oxygen afterwards, that was one of the craziest game-changing plays I've ever seen. Yeah, that was wild. The game, I, I'm impressed by the Ravens' ability to hang with the Bengals. Yep. Um, I also wonder this, like, very similar to the Bills and Dolphins game. Like, divisional, they got their scare. I think the Bengals and Bills are going to be, uh, like, ready to, ready to run through a wall going into this weekend. Oh, I mean, that game is it is the marquee game, and it's not even close yep. for this upcoming weekend. I'm so excited for that game. Yeah, but no, Bengals, Bengals with the big win. Um, they made it a lot closer than it should be. I think the Ravens – I saw some weird shit coming out of the Ravens the last uh, last few days. The Dobbins talking shit uh, about not getting the ball and Lamar, if we had him, we'd won. Then he tried correcting the quote. and I saw that, and then Lamar making some weird statement about, like, treasuring what you got. There's some issues going on in Baltimore. I don't know if Lamar plays for them ever again. I think he's done there. I – it feels like a dysfunctional family over there. I don't know what's going on, but at a certain point in time, I mean, has Harbaugh just gotten too big for himself? Has he overstayed his welcome? He's been there like 16 years or something now. Long time. He's a good coach, but you know what? They, like we had talked about, they've gone and built the entire team around Lamar. So if he goes, they got to rebuild. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't, you can't just try to like switch it up. I mean, they have the defense for it, but I don't know. Because like, if you get rid of Lamar, it's not like you're starting Tyler Huntley for the year. No. No, you're bringing somebody else in, and so their quarterback's probably not on the roster yet. And which no case, quarterback's going to want to go there because they don't have. I'm I'm the third best receiver the Ravens would have. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not even confident you could run ten yards. But <laughs> no, so they're not attracting someone. Like I mean, like yeah, somebody like Sam Darnold, if he got let go by the Panthers, he'd be like, yeah, sure, I'll take that job because he will take any job. But a good quarterback that can lead a team to the playoffs, he's not voluntarily going to Baltimore. No, the only person who I think they should try to go after that I think would be a good fit, Minshew. But I'm going to say him for everything because I feel like he just needs to be a starter. Of course you do. Love that, man. It's more fun. Yes, I agree. He's more fun. So I think he should be in the league. But So the Bengals moved on, and then Monday night came the Cowboys and Bucks. Um, 
we had some inter- we had some thoughts on this before the game, and I, I, I'm proud of myself for saying I didn't think that the uh, Cowboys would really kill him. I thought the uh, Bucks would fuck it up, basically. <laughs> and they did. Brady looked old. I mean, he he's just not looked great all season. But Tampa Bay is not a good team. And that division no. was terrible, and they still were not a good team. So that one wasn't surprising. I was surprised the Cowboys won. I picked the Bucks just because I really picked against the Cowboys. But Dak looked good. The kicker uh, didn't, but Dak looked good. No, no, the the kicker that was that was weird. Um, my notes I just wrote D U N for Tampa. Yeah, they're blowing Tom it all up. Done. He's done. Like I, do you want him next year if you're the Titans or the? Raiders, like I don't know if I want to go through that with him. It's not like he's going to come cheap. I there is no fan base where if he became my quarterback, I would be excited. Like it just he does not look good, and it's going to be interesting because his ego leads me to believe he's not going to want to go out this way. Oh, he's not. He's definitely coming back next season. But but where? Like a team like the Niners, who he's permanently linked to. They turned him down three years ago. They're they're not bringing him in over Lance or Purdy or Jimmy G. Like he's at best the fourth person they would consider for next year. So he's not going to a situation that's automatically built to win. He's going to the Titans or he's going to the Raiders or or, or the they, Jets. Exactly. So it, or uh, I also saw the Dolphins, but I feel like they almost can't because of all that tampering shit that was going on. Yeah, that feels like that one's out the door. I mean, I could see maybe something wild like the Packers. Love is just tired. They let him go. Rogers leaves, and they say, "You know what? Screw it. We'll bring in Brady." But I don't think he would want to go there. No, too much, too much. He wants to go somewhere like Tampa, who had no history. That's what he wants. What about so, New England for one more year? I've said this before. I still feel like he might end up back there one more time. It wouldn't shock. I mean, it wouldn't shock me. I wouldn't bet on it, but it would not shock me. No, they'd be so, giving up on Mac Jones then, though, which is probably smart. But, I feel like they already did. Yeah. I mean, they have Bailey Zappi. What more do you want? <laughs> so moving on to the next round, which uh, I'm going to go ahead and say this is the best round of football there is. This is the best weekend. Uh, by far my favorite. Two, ga- two games on each day. The best possible teams playing. This is fucking awesome. I love this weekend. This is the best weekend of football as a football fan. Not the Super Bowl weekend, not championship weekend. It's this weekend. These are where you get the crazy games. This is where we got Bills Chiefs last year in that insane game. It's just that you still have time for an upset potentially, like the Jaguars, Chiefs, Giants, Eagles. I don't know that we'll see any, but the matchups are there. It's exciting. It's an unknown. There's almost always always an upset. I'd be more surprised if it goes chalk. But so Saturday's schedule is Chiefs, Jags, followed by Eagles, Giants. I mean, the fact that they put Eagles, Giants Saturday night, that's going to be a slugfest. Um, I'm excited for that day. I mean, I think Chiefs Jags has the biggest blowout potential of all the games. I would expect so. Yeah. I mean, it's not divisional. The Chiefs have had a week off. The Jaguars are coming off this emotional high. I, I, I could see it getting out of hand. But at the same time, I, I mean, Doug Peterson, we were talking about before, I could see it being way closer than anybody's expecting. It's hard to bet against Doug Peterson, but also like I, it's not even so much like I almost feel like Mahomes' magic outweighs Andy Reid's potential of fucking it up. He's, I, I mean, he's brought it into the promised land, so that makes sense. Yeah, and just the at this point, the Chiefs are just I feel like locks for the title game. Like the like the Pats were for all those years, just like oh yeah, I just expect them in the title game. Yeah, I I read something or I saw somebody tweet that this was really telling to me. The worst team in the NFL this season in DVOA defending the tight end 
Jacksonville Jaguars. Like oh, that, God. that just told me everything I needed to know. Travis Kelsey's going for 200 yards this weekend and it's over. Oh, no, you know what's going to be even worse? I'm calling it now. Noah Gray is going to have three touchdowns. <laughs> it's just something stupid. Like they're just going to play the middle of the field. Juju's not going to get anything. MVS not going to get anything. And, and it's just, and they'll still score 42 points. Yep. And all of a sudden, I'm telling you, Noah Gray's going to have three touchdowns. They're going to do that stupid spinning huddle like they did last. Like they're just going <laughs> to fuck with them. I, Again, Doug Peterson's the only reason that I think this game could even have potential to be close, but I'm thinking Chiefs are going to win by 10-plus. I would take that, yeah, I'll say 10-plus. I, I think it. I'll be, I'm interested to watch Trevor Lawrence because he impressed me Saturday night. He didn't get rattled, and not all of those picks were his fault, but he was bad, and he did not get rattled. And for a kid in his first-ever playoff game, his first-ever big primetime game like that, I'm really yeah. excited to watch him this weekend. Yeah, I'd be curious to see what he looked like, uh, Lawrence, if he had had a real coach the first year. Mm -hmm. This is his rookie year, in fairness to him. Yeah, you have to look at it that way because, like, Urban Meyer clearly was, like, the worst possible thing that's ever happened to (laughs) He's the worst coach in NFL history. (laughs) He's got to be, right? And them winning a division in the playoff game the year after he leaves, like, yeah, he is. No, No doubt about it. That's insane. But yeah, so I have the Chiefs winning this game by 10 plus. You say, so do you. That's uh, sticking with our original predictions. So far, uh, I nailed seven of eight of my teams in this round uh, are correct. So still good. You still got a good shot to, to go maybe 12 and one. I'm still alive. Yep. Uh, the only game that you didn't have was this next one. Yep, exactly. So now uh, Eagles Giants. Um, that man, I'm excited for that game. That's gonna be fun. I- NFC East division game Saturday night under the lights, Philadelphia. It's going to be a bloodbath. It's going to be a good game. I mean, I, I think we saw it with the Bengals Ravens. And then we saw it with the Bills Dolphins. We saw it for the first half of 49ers Seahawks. Like this is a divisional game. These guys know each other. The Eagles are clearly the better team, but I don't think that this is going to be a blowout. So the Eagles are, are drastically more talented. But the Giants, I think, yeah, in every angle of the game. But the Giants are better coached. I would absolutely agree with that. And some of the things they did against Minnesota, you know, as a you know, watching them in and out every week, they gave looks out there that they've never seen before. So the Eagles coaching staff right now has got to be like, well, shit, what's coming? Because they they're clearly rewriting their playbook every week. Yeah, and that that's something that helps teams in the playoffs. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah, so if you're the Giants, I mean, so I, I'm calling the Eagles to win this game. I do think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be within, you know, five or less. Uh, but I think that this is going to be tough. Uh, what do you do if you're the Giants to try to stop the Eagles? I got to assume you're picking the Giants. I'm not. I, I said this last week, and I do not pick the Giants to win in the playoffs. It is a superstition that I've had. Reverse for, jinx. Yeah, for many, many years. So, no, I'm taking the Eagles in this game. Um, if I'm the Giants, what do I do to win? I hope and pray that Jalen Hurts and Lane Johnson are rusty and not fully healthy because I really yeah. think that's the only opportunity. If, if the Giants play a perfect game and the Eagles play their best game, the Eagles are going to win. Like the Giants cannot win this game on their own. In my mind, I think they, the Eagles have to lose this game. Yeah. Kind of like we talked about with the uh, Bucks losing they forced they forced a loss against the Cowboys versus the other team beating them. Yeah, you need Hurts to make mistakes. You need a couple of fumbles. You need Miles Sanders to do stupid things. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I think that's your only shot. And the crazy part is, it's possible. If I'm the Eagles, oh, it's I'm definitely possible. Literally not letting you know. Same plan I would have had if I was the Vikings. I'm going to stick with this. You're not beating me with the run. 
No. Daniel Jones, you have to throw for 300 yards to beat me. And so be it. If you do it, you do it. Then but. you do it. Crazy stat. Since 1990, when the NFL expanded to six games and introduced buys in the playoffs, the Giants have played the number one seed six times. Want to guess what their record is in those games? Five and one. Six and oh. They have never lost to a number one seed in the playoffs. Now I feel That's... even better about taking the Eagles. I mean, yeah, it's history is over. And then, <laughs> I, I don't know if you've seen it. If, let's just further jinx the Giants. I'm going to just lean in as hard as I can you to this reverse jinx. This jinx. Hey, listen, um, you know, you know where my heart is. The similarities between this team in 2007. This is the, oh, the Giants are not winning the Super Bowl. No, but just real high level basic similarities, right? They. Not talented. Not talented. <laughs> Nobody believes in them. They've got a fourth-year quarterback who has basically been ridden out of town, and he, you know, there's no hope for him. They're coming into the playoffs with a lot of questions. They're not expected to win the first game. They go on the road against a division champion and do so. And in round two, they're going up against the number one seed in the playoffs, who is a division rival who not only beat them twice but smoked them twice in the regular season because the 2007 Giants went down to Dallas and played that Tony Romo team that went like 14-2 and two or something stupid. Is this the 2007 team? No, of course. There's no undefeated Tom Brady waiting on the other side of the rainbow for them. But there's, as a Giants fan, you start to get these weird feelings and I'm really excited to lean into them and get my heart broken Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be a brutal one. I, I, I'm picking the Eagles. I think Hurts is healthy, but I also, again, like last week, this would be my least shocking upset. Uh, my second least shocking. If the Jaguars beat the Chiefs, I will be floored. Um, my least shocking I, NFC upset. <laughs> I, yeah, I would be more surprised by the Jaguars beating the Chiefs, although I think now that I actually stop and think about it, with all of that said, this is more likely to be the biggest blowout, or this would be the least surprising biggest blowout, where it's just the Giants have – everything going for them. And then the Eagles are like, yeah, but also we're better. And they score 50 on them. Yeah. That's the hard part with the Eagles. We've talked about them before with like, Oh, you want to stop the run? Great. We'll throw it at AJ Brown. Oh, you want to yeah. stop the pass? Great. Jalen hurts. will run it. Oh, you want to stop Jalen hurts? Fine. Miles Sanders will run it. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, it's not an easy, uh, not an no. easy team to stop. No, so. the giants had to shut down Jefferson and just let Hawkinson do whatever, because they knew that he couldn't beat them. Eagles are different. They have other players that can beat them. Yeah, at every at every spot they have someone who could beat you by themselves. Um, so yeah, that's the Eagles for that one. Then Sunday is going to be a fun day. We have Bills, Bengals, and followed by Cowboys, Niners. Bills, Bengals, man, is going to be fucking nuts. <laughs> I am. I love it. I love that the NFL has switched their scheduling too. I don't remember when they did this, but these games don't start till three o'clock Eastern time on Sunday. Like we don't have to deal with that one and four thirty stuff. Like it's three and six thirty. Like. I know there's some people that don't want to wait longer. I love the three and six thirty window. I think it's the best. You can do stuff with your family in the morning and get your errands done. And then it's just three o'clock till bedtime, just football. Uh, I agree. I like it once it starts. I can't stand it on Sunday morning <laughs> because I'm just like, Oh my God. Cause obviously having a little one, I'm up at like six 30 in the morning and it's like, Oh my God, football doesn't start for like 10 hours. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I have like, like you said, an entire day ahead of me before football starts. No, it, it's interesting. But yeah, this game is on paper. This is the best game. These two teams have legitimate shots to win the Super Bowl this year. Two young, crazy quarterbacks. And then you've just got the whole storyline of what happened three weeks ago. Yep. It, there's so much. You know Hamlin's going to be there this weekend. He's been in the building, they said, all week long. This is going to be a crazy game. 
Yep, hundred percent. It's uh, it's going to be nuts. I I have for this game. I have the Bills winning. Um, this sticks with my storyline. Like we like I predicted. This is the perfect storyline. Demar Hamlin's there. I I almost think they shouldn't bring him out though. I think they save him for the Super Bowl. Well, they got to get there. Oh, if they don't, if they save him, <laughs> they're getting there. <laughs> the story that, is there. That could be. And listen, I I am. I picked the Bengals to win this game. I'm going to stick with it because I'm down by two and I can't just pick everything that you pick. Otherwise I don't have a chance of catching up to you. Yep. Uh, so that's a pretty bad strategy, but the Bengals got beat up on Sunday night. Their offensive line and missing a couple guys. Three offensive linemen now. Yeah. I feel even more confident in my bills pick after that. I think the bills are probably going to take this one, but for the purpose of my picks, I'm sticking with what I said. Bengals are going to win. Yeah. Yeah, I, again, I stick with my storyline. The Bills are going to win. It sets up the uh, neutral site in Atlanta, which both teams will be pissed about, but it's going to be better because it's in a dome. It's going to be fucking awesome. It's going to be a fun game. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm super yeah. excited for that one if it happens. But, yeah, the three offensive linemen going down for the Bengals, aside from the fact, like I said, storyline, I picked the Bills, but the the three offensive linemen going down for the Bengals is like a death shot against a good defense. Yeah, and the Bills have a good defense, and, and – and don't, Joe Barrow is Joe Cool, but it doesn't matter. So we'll yep. see. That'll be a fun game. And uh, then we move to the night. We have the Cowboys Niners, which I could have told you beforehand that this was going to be the night game uh, if they had the shot. Because, I mean, this is two of the oldest franchise favorites in the world. Fox, who gets all these games, is just like, well, it doesn't matter what happens from here. We've got it. We've got a gold mine no matter what. No matter what. Giants Niners has some history with like yep. T.O., Jeff Garcia catch, like. There's that one. Then the Eagles Niners could be fun. The two best two teams best left. teams. Yeah, there's storylines. The NFC is set. Yeah. Um, and as long as anyone except the Jags makes the NFC <laughs> title game, the storylines are set. Yeah. The only thing CBS doesn't want is Jaguars or Spangles, and yeah. they'll they'll be okay with Bengals. But no, they're like, if we get Jaguars Bengals, when we could have had Chiefs Bills or Chiefs oh. anyone. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that one. So. Uh, for this one, the Cowboys-Niners game, I'm sticking with the Niners. I really think that they are just built for this. I mean, Brock Purdy can turn back into a pumpkin. That's the one thing that's stopping me from saying the Niners are going to win the Super Bowl. But so far, the guy has done nothing except prove that he's he belongs. Yeah, I mean, the, the Niners are my Super Bowl pick, so I'm not going to go against that. Um, I just think that they're a better team. I don't trust the Cowboys. I don't trust Mike McCarthy, but they looked good last week. I think th- this game is going to be closer to me today than it was if I thought about it a week ago. I think this yeah. is going to be a real slugfest down to the wire. I mean, Sunday has the potential to just be too historic. Games. Sunday's going to be I'm, exhausting. I'm so excited. I need to take Monday off. <laughs> just need to recover. <laughs> Seriously, they need to change this. Like, there should just be Mondays off in January. <laughs> it's just yeah, not I'm, yeah, I'm on board with that because this is going to be a long, fun weekend. I, I can't wait. So, yeah, yeah I'm sticking with the, the Niners. Rules, yeah, when we change the rules for the world, uh, I think we make it a four-day work week in January. But you just work a little longer every day, and then you're off on Mondays to deal with football. Yeah. No, I, I think that has to happen. Okay, so as of right now, both of us still have our final fours alive. Uh, I have Chiefs Bills, Eagles Niners. Uh, so that is my final four that I'm predicting. So right now I'm up five one to three to three. So hopefully we have both have the Chiefs. I have the Bills. You have the Bengals. We both have the Eagles, and we both have the Niners. So you really need that uh, Bengals win to happen. Yeah, to I feel like if, if the Bills beat the Bengals, I think you might clinch it, or at least you'll be up three with three games to play. So yep. I will have to then just pick the underdog every single time. But 
It comes down to that. I'm excited. I'm just excited for this weekend. We've made yeah, it. Man. Best weekend of football. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, this is it. This is the weekend. I am back to the Giants. I just, all I want to do, I keep coming back to them. I just want to talk about the Giants. I am so excited. My team is in it. It's the best weekend of football. I get to have this spread. I get all this food. I'm having a Giants party. This is what football is all about. How do you, so let me ask you this. How do you watch? Because I know when like, uh, so for me, like Yankee baseball playoff games, I need to watch alone quietly where I'm just standing and screaming. I can't like watch it with other people. I can't be around others when my teams have big games. For the Giants in particular, I always have people over for playoff games. I always have, and I, I, I think it just goes back to what football was in my family growing up, which was an event and a big deal and, and centered around loud rooms and, and parties. Um, so I had people over Saturday or Sunday for the Vikings game, having people over Saturday night. I don't want them to bother me, but at the same time, I need them around. So it's a really mm-hmm. interesting thing. Like I turn the TV loud, don't talk over the game, but come on over and eat and drink and be merry. Like I need like to be alone and drink and just scream. And like, I just try to, I can't watch with other people. It's different. And I will say this, this is the first time the giants have made the playoffs since I moved to Tennessee, obviously until then, or until this, every time I did this, it was with a room full of giants fans. Now mm. it's not, it's a room full of when my wife's family comes over, they're Packers fans or there's some saints fans, or I know some bills fans or just friends, lots of Titans fans. So it, it's a little different. We'll see how things go. The Giants won. So right now I'm like, oh, I don't need to change it. This is still what works. But maybe if I suffer an ugly loss, I'll be like, I don't want to be around these non-Giants fans when we lose. That's what I was going to ask you. If, if something happens where they, where they, it's like an ugly loss. If you change your routine, you're like, yeah, no, I'm not watching these people anymore. You're done. Yeah. It's the loss is the fear, right? I'm always so afraid of a loss. And that's why, I mean, football to me is better at home anyway, but that's why I can never travel to any of these games. I, I can't be one of these people that's like, we did it. We made the Super Bowl, or we made the, we were playing the Eagles. I'm going to the game. I don't care what it costs. I don't, I can't do that. I, I can't be around that many people. So it's funny. I have the exact opposite, but it's because of who my team is. So like, I can't watch these games with anyone but if the lions make the super bowl i'm going i don't care what happens i'm going to that game i don't care with who i don't care how i'll be at that game no that's i mean that's fair i've been giants have been to the super bowl five times since i've been born so a little bit different for sure god also i want the lions to make the super bowl some year not if it's at the expense of the giants but we we (laughs) need that we need a lions super bowl you deserve that lions fans deserve that sports fans deserve that like if the Saints like could do it 10 years ago. Series. Exactly. Yeah, the Lions it's, need to get there. Yeah. It would be exciting. But, yeah, no, traveling for sports is weird, man. Like, I've gone to a few road games, and, like, it's weird. Like, mostly baseball is where I've really done that. Like, I've gone to games, and it, it's weird stepping into another stadium. But so you, so you spend all the money. You buy these tickets. The Lions are in the Super Bowl. They're playing who the hell ever. doesn't matter. And you pay out the ass to get tickets. You travel to whatever city it's in. You make a whole weekend out of it. You get down there on Thursday. And and, yep. and then the game starts and the Lions lose 30 to 7. And it's just not even a good game. Like the Bucks chiefs game a couple years ago where it's just like they do nothing right and it's over. What is your takeaway from that weekend then? Like that's uh, why I can't travel. The immediate weekend would be miserable. I would be so pissed off and disappointed and angry. But 
that's a five years looking back and be like, oh, I'm glad I went. Okay. Once the immediate hurt goes away, then I feel like I'd be happy I did it. But that immediate, I would just say, this is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever done. Yeah, I'm still not over the Giants losing to the Ravens in Super Bowl 35. <laughs> so I don't know that I, I, I can agree with that one. And we've won two Super Bowls since then. I still yeah. am not over it. They it's forgot different. to show up. It's different. I don't think I would travel to a road World Series game because I've seen the Yankees. Like, I don't think I could do that. But the Lions, I think, are a special case. Sure. Now, would you travel to a road conference championship game where you have to go to another team's building? Super Bowl is probably going to have a lot of Lions fan and it's a fun atmosphere. But your Lions are playing the Packers in Lambeau for the NFC championship. Uh, I would love to, but I wouldn't. Yeah. I would love to, but I would like, it sounds like a cool thing to do. Also, I don't do well in the cold like that. Like I'm not trying to be outside like that. That's fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> like, no, thanks. That's uh, fair. But, maybe but they're playing also, Tampa like, Bay, but yeah, yeah maybe Tampa Bay. I'm, I'm in, you know, maybe in a dome in Dallas, uh, like, but no, I can't imagine doing that. Like, I don't know, man, that would be so stressful. Like, at least if, if you got to the Super Bowl, I'd be like, you know what? We made the fucking Super Bowl. Like life's good. We made the Super Bowl. Uh, Super Bowl's a party. Road fans are terrible, though. I, like, not being a road fan. Going on the road and dealing with the other team's home fans. Yes, exactly. It's a tough place to go, especially, like, that's hostile versus yeah. the Super Bowl. Super Bowl's commercial. Yeah, there's like, no actual fans there. I mean, like, 10,000. Yeah, exactly. 10,000 of the 80,000 seats is actual fans. Yep. Whereas, like, if I went to Lambeau for a game, it's 70,000 Packers fans and, like, 200 Lions fans. And they all hate you. And they will yeah, all always. let you know when the lions lose or if the lions lose yeah but otherwise they'll be super nice because you know middle of the country people are much nicer it's not like they're trying to come to new york for something oh yeah i mean there's <laughs> uh, you could offer me free tickets to the eagles game giants eagles game this weekend and i'd say no you could yeah, pay no. for me to travel there pay for my hotel give me food for the weekend and i would still say no that is yeah. not something i need to experience no, I can't even imagine. Like, I, so I remember at an ALCS game, uh, Yankees Rangers. We started screaming at these Rangers fans. Like, that's not like going to like New York uh, Yankee Stadium for like a big playoff game is not a fun atmosphere to be in. I can't imagine going to do that in a football game. No, no, I'm out on that. I, I want to sit at home. I'll have my people over, or I'll be alone if I change my mind and, and grow up to be like you and <laughs> <laughs> go from there. You know, what? it's also a dirty secret. Going to games is not nearly as fun as watching it on TV. Football is the worst live sport. I don't actually have any interest in going to games anymore. It's just a better at-home experience. No, exactly. I need to watch all of it. Also, watching one game while checking scores on my phone, no thanks. Yeah. Uh, no, exactly. Especially during the season with fantasy and everything. I, I can't. Yeah, like, I'm not playing that game. Sorry. No. Uh, I'll I'd say this, though. I don't know if, if your son has gotten into football or not yet, but my oldest daughter is getting into it. And she asked if we can go to a game next year. That will, that will change my mind for at least one game. Although oh, we, that... we have a college team in town, Vanderbilt University. They're barely a team. But I might take her to one of them and skip the NFL. But bringing kids to those experiences, totally different conversation. Well, so funny you say that. We've had this conversation. He doesn't watch, but he likes to ask me who's playing and likes to ask me to score. And then he asks who I'm rooting for. And then he roots for whatever team I'm not rooting for. Right. Uh, that's just the nice. go-to. Like, oh, you're rooting for them? Yeah, I'm rooting for the other team. I hate them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's literally every time. Um, so he's kind of got a sense of it, but he did say he wanted to go to a baseball game. Nice. But I decided I'm going to take him to a minor league game first because going to Yankee Stadium, it's a fucking chore. Like, I, you know. It's expensive. There, it's a journey. Yeah. And who knows how long he's going to last. That's really the issue. So I'd rather go to like the Somerset Patriots for $7 a ticket. Yeah. 
And then if he wants to leave in the second inning, I don't give a shit. No, who cares? You got your seven dollars, you got a hot dog, and you're done. Yeah, exactly. Whereas if I go to Yankee Stadium, it's like, no, we have to stay at least through the sixth inning. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like we, Plus, also, you're invested anywhere. in that game. You, I mean, I know yeah. regular season, it doesn't actually matter if a team loses a random game in June. But also, no. you're invested. It's You don't get to go to that many Yankee games, I would imagine. So you want to be there. Exactly. Not anymore. Yeah, I don't get to go like I used to. So I used to go to about somewhere between 15 to 20 games a year. Nice. Uh, it was a pretty standard standard year for it. But now it's like if I went to one, it would be amazing. Yeah. So, like, when he finally is ready, I want to make sure, like, it's almost like spring training for uh, kids for fandom. <laughs> like, got to start him in the minors, make him earn a few innings, and then, you know, he's got to through a full game, then we can go to Yankee Stadium. Exactly. He's got to earn it. He's got to get called up to the big leagues. Yeah, exactly. You don't <laughs> start in the majors. What is this? Uh, MLB the show? You don't do that. <laughs> And if you guys have made it this far, thanks for listening to Shark and the Hammer with Shammer Sports. Uh, We rely on word of mouth for this. So if you'd like to tell your friends, share it, subscribe to our podcast anywhere, Apple, Spotify, give us five stars. We are the voice of a dad nation. Come listen to us. We want to be here. We want to talk to you about what's going on. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next week.